the Italian Wine Podcast is the community-driven platform for Italian wine geeks around the world. Support the show by donating at italianwinepodcast.com. Donate five or more euros and we'll send you a copy of our latest book, My Italian Grape Geek Journal, absolutely free. To get your free copy of My Italian Grape Geek Journal, click support us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. Grazie mille. Welcome to another episode of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Hello, everybody. This is a breaking news special edition Italian wine podcast. Today, our guest is the newly acclimated master of wine for Italia, Pietro Russo. I feel like a sportscaster. Hi, Stevie. Ciao, Pietro. Come stai? Ciao, Stevie. I'm very good. I feel super good. Oh, my God. I just saw you last week in Paris, and I didn't want to, like, overreact. I didn't want to get you all excited. Congratulations, Pietro. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like your den mother, you know, you and Andrea and Gabriele. You know what a den mother is? No. Like, you know, when they're Cub Scouts? And then there's a woman, like a, a parent, who's a chaperone of the scouts. That's called the den mother. So I'm like, I'm the den mother of the three musketeers. <laughs> and yeah, it is such fantastic news. How are you feeling? I feel super energetic. It's such a moment, such a great moment. Um, feel, it's a relief, honestly. <laughs> it's a relief. <laughs> it's a relief for me too. When I saw you in <laughs> Paris last week, like I didn't want to ever do it. Like, you, you know, you never know what to say because you don't want to jinx someone. And then, and then when I saw the Cronache di Gusto come out with the news and I was like, holy shit. I was like, holy shit. Mm. I was like, and then he, they didn't even have your photo. It was of another bald dude. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I hope he's not superstitious. Well, it's done. Now it's done. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic news. So how did you find out? How does it work? How does the Institute let you know that you have finally passed the stage three and they have accepted your research paper? Well, I had this phone call from uh, the director, Julian, who told me, Hi, that's uh, Julian. Can I speak with Pietro Russo, Master Wine? Oh, that, he said that. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so, super fast. Super well, not cool. even like, hi, are you ready to hear the news? It was just like, hello, Pietro Russo, Master of Wine. Yes. that's <laughs> So, listen, who was the first person you told the news to? I mean, obviously, I'm assuming it will be your family. Yeah, the family was with me. Uh, actually, I cried. Oh, yeah. I'm almost crying. I almost cried when you told me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the problem was that my three years old uh, child cried too because he didn't understand. Oh, God. <laughs> 
And then my one month old uh, child also started to cry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so Cause yeah, they like... didn't know what was going on. I think the same thing happened with Gabriele or something. Yeah, I can imagine that. I, I think can... when he, yeah, I think when he heard the news and then of course, immediately you had to tell your buddies, right? You can imagine who I called. So, so Gabriele and Andrea, yes, yes, three musketeers, right? Do you have a chat together or did you call them together? No, I, I had a video call with them. They were in, in Odney because of the seminar, the MW seminar, and they were waiting for me. They were waiting for the the news <laughs> the news anxiously biting the nails the nail biting i felt uh, quite a bit of I mean, uh, a bit of pressure if you want <laughs> yeah but finally I, that's that's finished yeah so i mean of course you know i got a chance to know you better when we started during the during the pandemic we did the clubhouse right and that's when i started calling you guys the three musketeers because for me you guys were exactly emblematic of the three musketeers and i am so proud that this you have come on board as the official master of wine and I couldn't be happier for you and all of you, to be quite honest. But would you like to, for those of us who are less familiar with you, Pietro Russo, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? First of all, give us the facts, your full name, if you have a middle name, your age, where you're from, and what you're currently doing. Okay, I'm Pietro Russo. I'm 38 years old. I come from Marsala. When is your birthday? 26th of July. Okay, so you'll be 39 next year. Okay. Well, I come from a family where my grandfathers used to make wine. They had vineyards. They used to make artisanal wine to sell for the fortification to the big Marsala wineries. So I grew up with the smell of these old uh, uh, leaking barrels and the smell of uh, this oxidation, but this lovely oxidative character of the wine. Uh, and uh, I always seen vineyards around me. Even if I grew up in Palermo for the, my first uh, 19, uh, 19 years. So I, I had already quite uh, a clear idea what I wanted to do when I was uh, an adult. So I wanted to make wine. I wanted to be in the business. From the beginning. So you knew exactly what you wanted to do. Well, maybe 15 uh, to 16, uh, I, I thought I, I could have been a botanist. Oh, okay. I love plants. But then I realized that it was something boring in a way. Right. I could uh, practice also in my spare time. So I, <laughs> I always had wine in my, in my family. So is it fair to say that you are the first Italian winemaker, master of wine? Yes. Right. So there is a first as well. So Pietro, let's talk a little bit about your research paper. But before that, explain to us the three stages of becoming a master of wine for those who are less familiar with the whole master of wine program. Okay. So first of all, if you want to enter the program, you need to be uh, in the wine business for at least three years. Right. That's the requirement. Right. The first stage is a single day exam where you have in the morning 12 wines and in the afternoon two essay. In English, so Oxbridge type of essay, which is very specific. And also it is actually, you know, more challenging, of course, for non-natives, such as 
clients. Absolutely, right? absolutely, yeah. And I think this is one of the reasons why there hadn't been an Italian master of wine. Number one. Okay, go ahead. Stage one. And then once you pass in stage two, that's the I will say probably the more difficult part of the of the process is the stage two. Because it's a four day exam where you have three morning, twelve wines each morning. So day one is white, day two is red wines, mm -hmm. and day three is a can be mixed bag, so fortified, sweet, uh, again white or red, rose, sparkling. And in the afternoon, the first three days in the afternoon and the fourth day all the day, you have 13 uh, essays, which are divided into five papers that can range from viticulture, winemaking, quality control and, and uh, quality management right and business marketing and communication and then the last two essay are about contemporary issues less technical but... so very comprehensive overall an overarching of the both the you know the theory of viticulture wine wine making but also wine business Wine business, absolutely. So the practical part is the tasting and the mm -hmm. theory, the theoretical part, which is not that true. It's not only theoretical, it's also you have to put into the essays your experience and uh, your knowledge about the wine. It's not only uh, putting the facts, so or putting the theory of this paper. And I will say it's not only about knowledge, it's also very psychological and physical exam because it's a four day quite exhausting quite exhausting are you enjoying this podcast don't forget to visit our youtube channel mama jumbo shrimp for fascinating videos covering stevie kim and her travels across italy and beyond meeting winemakers eating local foods and taking in the scenery Now, back to the show. It's absolutely mind-boggling. I can't believe it for four entire days. So, Pietro, I know the stage two is the toughest obstacle, if you will, because many never make it quite through the stage two. But when did you start the program? Like what year? How many years ago? Well, in the fall 2014, I was in the residential masterclass organized by the Instituto Grandi Marchi with the Instituto Masters of Wine in Masi, in Valpolicella. And is that where you met Gabriele and Andrea? That was the first time. Right. But the friendship didn't start at this moment. Right. It wasn't love at first sight, let's say. No, it was also, I was there by chance, by fate <laughs> at this time. Uh, so I couldn't understand really the intricacy of the program and also the network involved. So it took me some time before to really realize the potentialities and also the demanding aspect of this program. How long did it take you to surpass stage two? So I entered the program first time. I moved to stage two uh, the first attempt. And uh, I spent three times. So in the first time uh, in stage two, I didn't sit. Together with Gabriel and Andrea, we decided that we weren't ready. Mm -hmm. And I had to attempt in stage two before passing the practical in for 19. And it was a quite a big achievement because usually people pass 
the theory instead of the practical. Right. Instead, you were the opposite. You passed the practical. I was the, yes, yes. I was the, the strange one. Right. <laughs> Then in 2020, there was the pandemic. In 21, uh, I almost achieved the theory, but I left only one paper, which is also my background, which is quality assurance and quality control. So <laughs> Life is a paradox, you know? That's what they say. Paradox is that I know too much for the exam. In this field, it was difficult to put it in a thousand words what was required. Yeah, you take it for granted. You had to be more concise. So in a way, it was a disadvantage because you had so much, the wealth of knowledge was difficult to put into few words. And then in 22, I passed also this single paper receipt in uh, quality assurance and quality control, which is paper three. And I moved to stage three, where I've done my research paper on tartaric stabilization. And in particular, it's I have compared in the winery where I work for, I compared uh, different methods to achieve a tartaric stabilization on wines from Grillo and Nerodal. Yeah, I mean, it's so geeky, right? Of course, they had to pass you, right? It's right up the alley of the MW. The complete title is Comparative Analysis of Different Tartaric Stabilization Techniques, Including the Impact of New Ingredient Labeling Rules for Grillo and Nero Davola Wines from Sicily. I feel like that's already a thesis, just the title. Yeah, that's a long one. <laughs> It's a long one. And it was quite complex also. Very actual, honestly, because uh, I enjoyed the technical especially. But then I realized that it was uh, uh, because I mean, in the technical field, I have to check the facts for the analytical comparison and also the cost analysis of these different methods. So it was very actual. And then I realized that it was also another part that was something to develop and was also successful. I mean, it was important to succeed, which is the legal aspects, considering that there are new labeling rules in, uh, in place. Yes, it's very relevant right now, the labeling rules. I have checked, I've studied the impact of these labeling rules on Sicilian wine business, in the Sicilian wine production. So what winemakers feel about these new changes and how they will react. I've surveyed around 120 winemakers in Sicily, which is a big result. Wow, that's very significant. Yes, that's very significant. I'm very happy to of this, uh, let's say, collaboration. <laughs> Yes. I mean, I won't promise you that I will be able to read this paper, but if should people want to read this paper, can they access this paper? And how do they do it if they can? Not yet. Not yet. Right. They can access the summary. Right. Like an abstract. Yes, the abstract, but there are sensitive data for the moment. Okay. Okay. All right. So listen, I just want to remind our audience, we had a chance actually get to know a little bit better. Some of the backgrounders I was privileged to because about 18 months ago, I think it was in June, 2022, we were thinking about actually doing a book together. 
of the Three Musketeers. So we spent an entire day videotaping and I was interviewing all three of you, sometimes together, sometimes separately. And for various reasons, we decided not to publish the book, but we have just dropped the first teaser of the video. It's a series. It's a four-part series plus the teaser. And I just think like, you know, it's so, so fatalistic that because we kind of forgot about the video. And then I said, you know what, I would really love to do the video as a short miniseries. Of course, my video team, they wanted to kill me. But we can follow your story and of the three musketeers the next few weeks. So I hope our audience will also join us on our sister channel. It's called Mama Jumbo Shrimp on the YouTube channel. It just makes me laugh because I specifically remember in one of the segments, you said the MW program is like the Lord of the Rings. So would you like to share your perspective of the program and, and making this, you know, comparative reasoning behind the Lord of the Rings? Stevie, before to answer to this question, I, I really wanted to say thank you to you because you really trusted us. We were privileged because you understood also the idea which was in the Three Musketeers and uh, you trusted us a lot. We are very grateful for you. No, I, I, listen, I think what you guys together have done, have accomplished, which no one else has done in Italy, it is absolutely fantastic. It is a lesson, lessons to be taught, to be learned. And this is why I wanted to spread the gospel of what you guys are doing. And hopefully we can make that book, that fabulous book we were planning one day, if you don't get too busy. So tell us about the Lord of the Rings. Well, I, when I was a child, I, I loved this book. It's a book where the character, they need the network. They have always some adventure and some discovery. And you can feel that they change as far as they achieve uh, the next adventure. They succeed in the process. For this reason, I, it was ex- something that uh, reminded me of the program. Because I was unaware of what I was expecting. I didn't expect such complexity. Uh, my life has changed uh, when, uh, when I entered the program. Not when I finished. I mean, I, I changed as far as I discovered things as far as I studied, as far as met such uh, intriguing and knowledgeable people in the process, not necessarily MWs, not only MWs, but what the wine business is about, it's about person. Right, right. So, and uh, Lord of the Rings is about person, which have to discover and they require some network for this adventure, this continuous adventure. You know, Peter, I saw you last week in Paris and you said something interesting to me. You said you made a comment about during the program, at some point, at certain moments, you were ready to give up, but you couldn't because you had the solidarity, you had the brotherhood of Andrea and Gabriele. Do you think that was the secret sauce for the first the three of you, all three of you becoming the first Italian masters of wine? Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. I own everything in the program. Well, except my family, for sure, which was 
so important. If you don't have the support of the family, yeah, it's impossible to make this uh, successful. But really, I own everything to, in the program. The biggest success to me was meeting these people and meeting these guys, Andrea and Gabriele, and achieve this friendship, which is uh, incredible. The most difficult moment was in 2018 when I had the, my second. Uh, bad result in the program. In 18, um, we have done a lot of master classes around Italy and around Europe. I spent a lot of money. I was uh, far from my family for a lot of time. Uh, it was exhausting also for my finances. So when I had uh, my second bad result in the program, I decided to leave. And uh, again, as in 17, but this time was even more impactful. I had a phone call with these guys, with Gabriel and Andrea, the same day we got the results. And we decided, it was uh, very natural, the fact that we decided that we had to keep this process together mm -hmm, sure, and continue in order to be successful. This was the greatest achievement and I have to thank these guys. You guys are like brothers in a way, right? You're Three Musketeers. And this is the reason why I called you Three Musketeers because I saw this successful journey only because you were able to support each other and you became a team player, each and every one of you, and supported each other. It's not only uh, because we shared our knowledge or we shared our experience. But it's also because we made some fun in, in the program. And we always thought that it, it is about wine and it is about passion. So in a way, it was uh, such a bit of relief to keep this thing together. Yeah, listen, you guys are role models for the future MWs of Italy, but around the entire world. Speaking of which, for those students, MW students who are struggling right now and or potential new students who are thinking about going into the program, how would you advise them as to why they should continue or maybe why they should stop? How would you advise them when they come to you for advice? I would say that the passion is not enough. It's, it's a bit rude to say, but... Uh, it's a bit romantic, right? You just need passion, right? Yes. No, but the passion is not enough. I mean, if you only have passion, that's, you will not succeed. It, it's uh, rude to say, but uh, you need some uh, discipline and you need some um, methodology to proceed. So the best thing is to understand where you can develop something more, where you can uh, implement your skills and work in this direction by searching people that can help. Because the network is already the mission of the MW. You have to embody this vision and this message as far as you are already a student, not at the end. You need to be already connected to other people to understand also the complexity of the wine business. Right. And you have to play in this direction. You have to call... You have to keep and work for this connection. And then it's a matter of time. 
Yeah. And so far, there are many, many Italians who have tried this journey and have yet to be successful. So congratulations once again. Just one last thing before you go and you can join your family, your newborn and celebrate together. I mean, of course, it's it's very premature, but how do you think your life will change now that you have become an MW? Will there be some different career prospects? Will you be writing a book? Will you have different priorities? In the perfect world, where would you like to be and where would you like to go? Well, as I told you, my life has already changed when uh, I entered the program. I would love to focus on the things that intrigue me more, where I can really develop and add some value. So there will be some change. Well, I'm a technician, but this process, these studies have still let me a more complex vision of the wine business. So I think I want to develop not only the production, because I, I'm uh, in the, especially in the production, but I think this could be really an occasion to exploit my connection, also my sensitivity for terroir, but also the sensitivity for the market uh, and how the dynamics of the wine world uh, acts. Yeah, and just be able to share the wealth of knowledge, the vast amount of experiences that you have acquired during your journey of not just winemaking career, but as a master of wine student and becoming a master of wine. Listen, Pietro, congratulations once again. I feel like a very, very proud Den mother. I look forward to seeing you again very, very soon and looking forward to working with you, hopefully, together in the near future. Thank you, Siri. I'm looking forward to to see you and toast with a Absolutely. You you owe me a very tall glass of something <laughs> special. Maybe Marsala. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. That's so it. That's it's a wrap. And thank you so much for joining us, Pietro. I know this is a very exciting moment. And we got you on the first moment as you have received the great news for Italy and Masters of Wine for Italy. So congratulations again, Pietro. That is all. And ciao ragazzi, until next time. Thank you for joining us on another installment of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Join her again next week for more interesting content in the Italian wine scene. You can also find us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. You can also check out our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, to watch these interviews and the footage captured of each location. Chin chin!